Hi, I'm Jackie. And I'm Sam. And we live in Orlando, Florida. The theme park capital of the world. We each have our own YouTube channels. And in this podcast, we'll be sharing more about our lives, our travels, our theme park enthusiasm, what's going on in the world. And more. And today, we're back with episode eight of Expedition Enthused, a theme park podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back. We've been we've been a little busy. <laughs> <To> the podcast. <laughs> we have been so busy. May we mentioned in the last episode that you know it might be a little bit till the next episode because we have been busy. We did want to record, but we just didn't have time. No, no time. But today we're back. Episode eight of Expedition Enthused. I think we should start off this episode with a little recap of what we've been doing for the last month. And then we'll get into the meat. We'll get into the the meat and potatoes. (laughs) This is the appetizer. Yeah, this is the starter. (laughs) The starter. Yes, the starter. The first thing we did in May was go on a Disney cruise, but not just any Disney cruise. Disney are celebrating 25 years of the Disney Cruise Line, which launched in 1998 with the Disney Magic, which is shit we've not been on yet. Mm. But we were excited for the silver anniversary. So we actually went on the very first silver sailing, which is what Disney Cruise Line is calling the special, there's a lot of S's in this, series of sailings celebrating Disney Cruise Line's 25th anniversary. While shimmering. Silver anniversary at sea, celebrating sailing the... Okay. I keep saying that we are going to do an episode talking about Disney Cruise, and I think we should save that for that, because, Mm -hmm. spoiler alert, (laughs) it was amazing. It was amazing, yeah. We definitely want to do one episode of the podcast that's dedicated to, like, Disney Cruise Line and all of our experiences, and we'll go into detail, I guess, about this then, like you said. But yeah, it was beautiful. It was so nice. It was just magical. And then the day after the Disney Cruise... Oh my god. <laughs> we took a flight from Orlando to uh not LAX. Not uh, LAX. The John Wayne Airport. Santa Ana. Santa Banana. Santa yes, banana. We were watching too many movies. Oh god. No, we'll uh, talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> and you made a video on this. It was yeah. an interesting experience because we used an airline that we had never been on before, Breeze Airline. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like your low cost. No frills. It's Breeze Airways, Sam. But it's an airline. (laughs) No, I just, when I was writing my description, I was like, Breeze Airline. Oh, it's Breeze Airways. Same thing. Yeah. And it was good. Yeah. You know, a lot of the budget airlines like Spirit and Frontier and all of that. But we hadn't ridden on Breeze yet because it's a relatively new airline. It's pretty new, right? I mean, it's so new that they pretend that they don't have (laughs) Wi-Fi on the plane. If you saw my vlog on YouTube, you'll hear the announcement where they said, this is a new plane. We don't have Wi-Fi. And we're like, Okay. There was a lot we liked and there was a lot we didn't like. But then we took Frontier on the way home. Breeze was better. And it made me feel like Breeze was like the most VIP, amazing experience in the world compared to Frontier. Ugh. It was Frontier. It was rough. I mean, I'd do it again because there was no sure. choice, but yeah. it wouldn't be my airline. Airline. <laughs> airline of choice yeah if you've ridden frontier i mean i've heard a lot of complaints about it and i'm sure like it was fine but it was probably one of the worst flights i've been on it's kind of long it six, was really long five, it was hours. really just ugh. anyway we're getting anyway, ahead of ourselves yeah but breeze was actually pretty nice despite a few things um the main thing is the seats yeah and Big, the convenience it was seats. way convenient because i mean if you didn't see the videos and mm. you only listen to the podcast mm. we went to disneyland mm-hmm. and universal it was so much easier 
easier than mm. flying into LA. So mm-hmm. you kind of have to factor that into the yeah. convenience of it. I would absolutely take Breeze again and go to John Wayne rather than LAX. And then we spent a few days in the Anaheim area. We stayed at the Knott's Berry Farm Hotel, mm-hmm. which was under renovation, but the new rooms are really nice. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was like comfortable and nice and walking distance to Knott's Berry Farm. Yeah, we visited Knott's Berry Farm, Universal Hollywood. We still didn't get the plane on Waterworld. Very one <laughs> one day I'm gonna how, see why? that plane. How and why? The like seaplane never comes out when we see Waterworld. Yeah, and we, we did two days at Disneyland and we used Knott's Berry Farm Hotel as our base and we basically Ubered to all of those parks from there and back. And it was really easy. It was fine, fine. yeah. It was quite a long way to Universal Hollywood and back, mm. but wasn't too bad. And we had a big group, we were with families, so we had to take like two Uber XLs to get everywhere, but everything worked out fine. It was pretty smooth. Yeah. Except our day at Disneyland. Duh. Like everything was fine, but the day was Disneyland. Ugh. I have never I feel like that was the busiest day I've yeah. ever seen at any theme park I've ever been. Even the cast members seemed shocked. I remember asking like one or two, like, wow, is like is this like normally this time of year? And they all were like, No. It was it, so like, busy. I've been to many opening days of rides. Same. Sold out days at like New Year's Eve at Epcot. This felt like that. Yeah. I, like we still had a ton of fun, but yeah. it made the day difficult it makes it just so much harder when it's like that obviously like we still have made the best of it and had a good time and i did not vlog our days at disneyland or universal studios hollywood for this trip because we were just there with family and just enjoying them and like making memories and stuff but we had a blast especially at dca dca we have the best day the best day i don't know like it wasn't crowded we did the guardians of the galaxy dance party twice i will say (laughs) i love avengers campus man me too we talked about this before how like it doesn't look that great but like the characters are incredible yeah like my whole family were loving it they're seeing all the characters every time one came out like we're all like high-fiving with black panther and like just watching the doctor strange show oh god which was different it was different we had i I love dca like Hmm. i didn't think i would but it's actually really fun even the spider-man ride was better this time i had more fun in the group of people just not expecting anything just going on and just throwing your arms around i think it's because we knew what to expect the first time we thought it was going to be this amazing ride because people had hyped it up so much and we were like what was that but then now we know we're like okay this is just whatever it's just silly and we had the whole family there so we were all like competing and having fun and it was a lot more fun yeah uh, i I love universal hollywood too that park is just and knots we just had a nice time at knots just walking around oh and we caught that one show the 100th anniversary of Knott's like show that we saw it was so good right yeah it was really good we're um, blown away it was the last day of the boysenberry festival yeah. and that show was a highlight I love Knott's and yeah I also love Universal Studios Hollywood and we had a perfect day there everything worked out it was one of those days where it's like everything just works yeah. and it's like ah I went up the whole stairs the escalator mm. I was like I'm gonna try and do a little exercise <laughs> We were all very impressed. I was impressed with myself. (laughs) (laughs) Then after we had a few days there, we had one of my favorite days ever, maybe. Me too. One of my favorite of our like travel days. Mm -hmm. Loved this day. So we picked up a rental car from the Disney area and we were on a mission. Mission from God. And we headed to Las Vegas. Sin City, baby. But we had planned a couple of stops on the way. 
And my British family were with us. We were taking them to any roadside attraction that we could possibly have time for. Yeah, this was like our day that we planned. Like I looked these places up and so did you. We planned like a Route 66 stop and like stuff in the desert, like cool roadside stuff. They loved it. They loved it. I was so happy. I loved it. I loved it. Just real quickly, we'll go in order. We went to Elmer's Bottle Ranch, which is a Route 66 stop. It was on the way. If you want to see it, it's in my vlog of this, but it's like a roadside attraction that a man made and it's just really, really cool. And then we went to the 50s diner, right? And had lunch, which we loved. Peggy Sue's. Yeah, like the food was so good and it was so cool. And they had dinosaurs in the backyard and like the whole family loved everything we got. The food was so good. They loved it so much that they stopped on the way back Ah! at the same diner. (laughs) I'm so jealous. Yeah, Calico Ghost Town. Oh, that was so fun. We went to both Calicos. Yeah. They they could not be more different, (laughs) but they are both amazing. I loved it. In their own ways. It was so nice to like walk around the mystery shack. Oh, we loved the mystery shack as the the guy made it. We lucked out, I think, too, because us and our family were the only people in the mystery shack. Our group was so big that we didn't get paired up with anyone. We were the whole group. So that's always more fun when it's just like your party in there. And they're picking like people from your group to do all the stuff. To do the stuff. I'm sat in the chair trying to get up (laughs) and everyone's laughing and pointing at me. It was great. Good times. Good times. (laughs) (laughs) And then we stopped by uh, Desperado. Remember that? We did see Desperado. Sadly, it wasn't running. And Sam made a history video on that. Yeah, that was stupid. Not Oh yeah, <laughs> Lance. You know, good old Lance. He got a star and roll in my video today too. That was stupid. Real stupid. <laughs> That's my favorite clip. Whenever I see that, it just makes me happy. He goes on and on. Yeah. Really stupid. Like he says yeah. it multiple times. Multiple times. <laughs> he uh, he knew how to <sighs> sound it up. The magician role. Mm, he had the shtick down. Yeah. <laughs> and a quick stop. A at quick stop. What at you call the sticks. the sticks? The rainbow sticks in the desert just outside of Las Vegas. There's an attraction called Seven Magic Mountains. And I had been so excited to see this. And to me, it lived up and I think everybody else liked it too. It's it's like an art installation and it's these seven totems or pillars with huge boulders piled on top of each other. And each boulder is painted in a different day glow bright color. And it's meant to be like a juxtaposition between like the nature and the mountains and like the highway and Vegas. And it's really striking. It's really beautiful. I don't know. I just, I think if you're near Vegas and you have a car and you can get there, you should definitely check out the sticks because they're amazing. It's a great photo spot too. Yeah, we got some great photos and we were there just right at sunset and it was it was beautiful. It was. And then we finally made it to Las Vegas. Driving in there was... Oh man, we were overwhelmed. Was we're like, overwhelmed. look at that, look at that, look at that. Yeah, I had no <laughs> idea where I was trying to park. It was oh, yeah. an experience. But we made it. We checked in at the iconic Mirage. Mirage. So the Mirage is really fascinating because mm. it was the first of the big mega themed resorts when it opened in 1989 and it's not going to be the same for much longer so mm. we were really excited to stay at the Mirage because we knew that it's it's been purchased by Hard Rock already so you can see like Hard Rock signs up everywhere and it's been slated that they're going to you know revamp the whole thing into a Hard Rock hotel they're going to demolish the volcano and build a giant guitar similar to the one that's in South Florida that's going to be a wing of the hotel like it basically they're going to gut it it seems like and like re 
do it. Not going to be the same. So mm. I, I'm so happy that we got to stay there before that happened. Me too. I'm sad about the volcano. Me too. What's weird is they've been talking about it for a long time, but there's no indication that it's happening anytime soon. I mean, it the, could be like the plans. One... The plans are there. They're, yeah, they're they've approved, been approved. So it, it's going to happen. It's, it's permitted. Just, it's who knows when. It could be like one day to the next, or they could announce like this will be the last day of operations. Like we don't know, but we just know that you know it's it's happening, and we, and we watch that volcano show a lot. We watched it from our room (laughs) from downstairs from different spots we soaked it in the windows in the mirage open a little bit but they're very reflective they're like mirrored on the inside and so you know i i wanted to get a good picture of it so (laughs) i I hung my phone out of that window that was so scary i was like no don't (laughs) do i couldn't look i don't have the track record that you have for dropping phones Mm. into places fair 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 (laughs) (laughs) but still that would have been the time but it wasn't it was not drop it overall i really like the mirage i know Mm. you can see that it's not the most modern in some areas Mm. but it's a very one iconic resort or hotel Mm -hmm. and two it had charm i thought i thought the same i thought it was really warm and cozy and like the room was clean and perfectly fine like it does look a little dated only in the sense of like the fashion and the style i guess and the decor looks dated but like it doesn't look dated as in like worn down at least our room in the areas we saw they looked clean and new and shiny and like perfectly suitable Mm -hmm. i would stay there again if it i mean i'd like to stay there and see how much it changes when it's all done yeah absolutely obviously i'd like to try every single resort yeah that would be nice they are something else these these hotels i've never seen hotels like them it's absolutely mind-boggling sensory overload the first like morning that we went we're like we're gonna go walk the strip was absolutely crazy every single one we went in was crazier and overwhelming than the last one we went from the mirage over to the veneer Mm. And we were just like, wow. Wow. And then we went to Caesars. Wow. wow. Caesars was just, we were in one giant, giant room with ceilings like that feel like they're a thousand feet high, painted with clouds and murals and there's pillars everywhere. And then you go into the next room and it's even crazier. Walk in the strip, there's nothing like it. No. It's, it's overwhelming. <sighs> it's sensory overload. Mm. There's people everywhere. Mm. There's stuff going on everywhere, but there's something. Crazy stuff. <laughs> like there's something unique about it. Everywhere um, yeah. you look. I mean, we started off with a Taco Bell. Yeah, that was so funny. (laughs) But it was like one of those Taco Bell lounges where like you can get married. A cantina where you can get a Baja Blast with like rum in it and people can get married upstairs. And it was it was funny. So I also want to talk in this podcast about the things that did not make it into the vlogs, like the behind the scenes, what was not in the YouTube videos. And one thing has to do with that Taco Bell, which is one of the nights we were walking around with the family. And this is not in the vlogs, but some people were a few feet ahead and they went into the cantina thinking we'd all follow. And then there was like a bouncer who set up a line and didn't let the rest of us in. He's like, nope, sorry. He put like a velvet rope in front of us and we couldn't get in. And it was like, like a hot VIP club. Half our party were in there, like getting drinks and we were outside texting like, them like they won't let us in yeah. and then <laughs> within like a few seconds a line formed of about 50 people waiting yeah. to get in yeah it was, it was so weird we're like um i got a fat tuesdays instead yeah <laughs> it was so weird there were a lot of things that i don't think we could have even tried to include in the vlog because there was so much going on everywhere there's there's 
there's just so much happening in every moment everywhere that I would just have to like glue a camera to my head and just have it on 24 seven filming every single thing that happens. And there's things that happen so fast that you just can't even capture them. It's just like, what? I thought like Pigeon Forge was overwhelming with all the different stuff. Mm. Vegas is on a whole different level. Vegas makes Pigeon Forge look so like, which I already think Pigeon quaint. Forge is like quaint and cute and homey. And the thought of going to Pigeon Forge is so comforting to me now compared to Vegas, you know? We even had a whole day in Vegas where we didn't make a video mm -hmm. and we just did some other stuff. I had been making so many videos on the trip and we had been doing so much and we were there for like a family member's wedding. And there were actually multiple yeah. days on this trip I did not vlog. I just wanted to like chill and whatever. Mm -hmm. And this was one of them. And this was a day your family had already left. So it was just me yeah. and you. And we just wanted to walk around and not even think about making a video. And it was a weird day. One of the first days, which you did include in a video, mm. we went to the Cosmo and we went to the Wicked Spoon Buffet. Mm. And that was good. It was so good. I think one of the best buffets I've ever been to. Me too. And Legit. then so we decided that we were leaving on this last day and we decided to do another buffet. And this time we decided to do the one at the Wynn. Mm -hmm. And I think it was just called the Buffet. I think it was just the Buffet at the Wynn. And it was another one that we read about that was really popular, got really good reviews. I wanted to see the lobby of the Wynn because it's also really popular and we hadn't had time up to then. We'd just been so busy. So I was like, all right, today let's go see the lobby of the Wynn. Let's go have the buffet. It was really nice. It was nice. I think out of the two buffets, yeah. the Wynn buffet and the Cosmo buffet at Wicked Spoon, mm. Wicked Spoon was a bit better. Wicked Spoon was much better. I think there was more variety and better quality things and the layout I think was better. Yeah, but it was still good. But it was still really good, yeah. They, they had a lot of different options compared to Wicked Spoon, which is... Mm -hmm. They did. They had some things. Each had things that the other didn't have, mm -hmm. which makes it fun to do multiple, you know? Yeah, we waited for this one. We didn't book this one in advance because we yeah. did it so last minute. Yeah. So we, we, waited we waited in the line. a long time. You yeah, did think... a whole comedy routine for me. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's was, fun? Yeah, you think this is fun? <laughs> it was a long I, I think we waited about an hour for yeah, this one. Yeah, I was delirious. <laughs> I, I would go back, I think, to Wicked Spoon mm -hmm. before I would go back to the win. Yeah. But I would like to try some of the other buffets. Yeah, like, there's the, a few. I think the Caesars yes. one is quite well known. We wanted to try the Caesars one, but we didn't have time. So we have to do that yeah. if or when we go back. And then we, we trekked down the strip the other way and we would mm -hmm. ended up at the Adventure Dome. Yeah. So two things about, well, a Oh, quite a few things. But first of all, I said, let's Uber. And you said, let's walk. Who was right? Me. No, I was right. We definitely should have Ubered. We did Uber back. It's quite a walk. Everywhere on the strip looks like it's so close, yeah. like right next to each other. But it takes like 25 minutes to walk past one resort. That's the so thing. So even if you see like Bellagio next to Caesars, it takes so long to walk past one of them. Yeah. And over so many bridges and escalators. That's the thing. You have to go over all those walkways and things and every things that look like they're right next to each other are so far from each other. So it was quite a hike out yeah. to Adventure Dome. It was quite Circa, a walk. Circus Circus of Diamonds Are Forever James Bond fame. Mm -hmm. Obviously lots of other things, but <laughs> has a indoor amusement park that has been there since the 90s. Hold on, hold on. Let's back up and talk about walking up from outside. So you see that big like clown, mm -hmm. that big sign, the big clown sign, and you're like, what is this? How did you feel when you started to see that? That end is definitely very different to like Bellagio and... So different. You see the big circus <laughs> yeah. and we did see a circus act inside there. We did. So then we see the 
front of the building, and it's like all those little bulb lights, and it looks like circusy you, and weird. You can tell it's an older resort. It looks really old. It looks really weird. It looks a little rundown. Mm-hmm. I would say a lot rundown. <laughs> and to get to the back part where the circus and the like amusement park are, you have to go through a huge you, amount of casino. Of course, yeah, which is everything. You have to go through the casino to do almost anything or to get to the cool stuff anywhere but this casino was i mean smoky man this was a smoky circus it was a smoky circus (laughs) but we finally found it and there was a little circus act going on there was like a guy doing uh with like the loop thing and there was was a couple of people sat there watching there were quite a few people watching that area with the circus james bond runs through in Mm. diamonds are forever so i was really excited to see it from that and it looks Uh, very different it it does not look like james bond would now enjoy his time in Mm. circus circus Anyway, we were on the anyway. way to the Adventure Dome and we went in. We were I was a little disappointed because I only wanted to really do one roller coaster, maybe two. Yeah, it was like $60 or something. Yes. Yeah, so, you could walk yeah. in for free, but to ride anything, you have to pay for everything. You have to pay $60 for a wristband that includes all the rides. You can't individually or pick three rides or whatever. If we had more time, yeah, I would have done, done it. it. Yeah. But like for one ride... We were already you, on a crunch because this yeah. was like a half day that we had to fly out and we were like... I'm glad I got to see canyon blaster in there the classic arrow yeah it was interesting i felt like it was more like an arcade and a yeah. and like a fun fair it, it was very weird I'm and glad, interesting i'm glad we went me too we'll go back and we'll buy the 60 dollar wristband and ride the rides yeah. there's so much to do there that's that the thing it's impossible to do it in i mean we were there for what four days mm-hmm. and, we and we did, did a lot, lot. <laughs> The strap. Yeah. I love the strap. Absolutely love the strap. Probably my favorite thing in Vegas that we did because it was just so relaxing and fun and beautiful and still exciting. You're a little scared up there. I was a little scared. It was scary. Those high heights, man. And the views were so cool. Yeah, it was really nice. And we just spent a lot of time there. Actually, you were more scared at Area 15. Yeah, we did Area 15, which that's one of those things I feel like everybody says. You have to do Area 15. You have to do Omega Mara Meow like you have to do it right people right. tell you you have to yeah it's like they get offended if you don't <laughs> <laughs> they, they say, you go you go and you go now so we did we said okay okay we go we we go so we went and it's free to get in as long as it's before a certain time and you pay for the individual things you want to do so of course we had to do omega mart i kind of underestimated how much time mm. you need to do that there's a lot of stuff in mm. there and it's a little confusing at yeah. first but we knew that we had to do the omega mart so mm-hmm. we prioritize that Mm -hmm. and we did it i thought it was really cool and really interesting and i liked the secret doors like the ones behind the t-shirts and the one in the freezer and like there were multiple hidden doors and we we found like four or five of them at least and i liked the story that like we sort of slowly figured out throughout but then i just read it because i was like i need to know what's happening like i could kind of tell what's going on but like i want to so i just read the story and it's a long story Mm -hmm. with a lot of interesting details and characters and i mean it seems like they put a lot of effort into creating this whole world. It'll be interesting to see if we get a Meow Wolf attraction in the Area 15 we're getting here in Orlando. I hope so. Because the ones that have opened are all different. Yeah, so it wouldn't be an Omega Mart. There's an Area 15 opening in Orlando, in case you didn't know. We've talked about it here and there, and we're excited for it, but we don't know yet if like Meow Wolf is going to make some sort of installation. But we hope that they will. Mm-hmm. You know what? Since the Omega Mart like story has to do with like the desert and it kind of ties in with the landscape around Vegas, there's a lot they could do here in Florida with like the swamp and there's a lot of history and cool stuff here they could do. I'm just saying. 
Wink, wink. It'd be interesting to see what they do do if they do do sank. Do do. Do do. <laughs> and uh, so the Area 15 here is going to be kind of right between Disney and Universal. So it's going to be mm. in a really good location spot, right yeah. next to I-4. Mm. It'd be great to have that here. Yeah, I think it'd be really interesting. When that opens, we will definitely hope, be there. I hope we get one of those bars where you go up really high. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So then we also did this like bar that it goes up in a balloon, but it's not really a balloon, but like it goes up really high and it slowly rotates the whole time and then you drink up there and I got a Sprite because I was like I'm not having a drink up here I'm too scared <laughs> <laughs> you were, I've never seen you that scared on something it's the thing is it's like a tiny flimsy little seatbelt and there's nothing under you yeah, whoop. it felt like you would just whoop. yeah it was I, it, I kept saying Jackie look down there there's nothing and you were like I'm no. not looking no I'm not looking <laughs> I'm not looking but it was a very nice view up there it was a nice view it was nighttime it was beautiful with all the twinkling lights Vegas is really really different in the day and night yeah. Really different at night with all the lights and the neon and the crazy people everywhere. I guess they're everywhere in the day too. We went to uh, the BrewDog rooftop bar, mm. which is down by New York, New York. Mm-hmm. And BrewDog is a Scottish beer company mm. that, I mean, I've had BrewDog at home in England for mm. multiple years before I came here. Mm. And it was cool to go to there and the views up there were real nice. That was such a cool spot because like you could just go up there and buy a beer and just yeah. hang out and enjoy the views. And they were incredible. I mean, when you think of having to go to like a rooftop bar in yeah. Vegas, I think of like like fancy, like, expensive like ones, Miami movies yeah. where they're <laughs> drinking martinis on the roof. Yeah. But this was more casual mm-hmm. and had those amazing views. Mm. So I would say it's a great place to just stop in and even get some food. We were too full, but yeah. What was your favorite thing about Las Vegas from what we did and saw? Do you mean like attraction or experience wise, or do you mean like lace? Just or, like thing I we did. I need a category. Thing we did. Yeah, like thing that we did or experienced i really enjoyed like i said the strat it felt the most relaxed of the things that we did up there yeah we spent a lot of time just sitting up there looking out at the views having a drink and going on the ride which Mm -hmm. i loved i don't know if i have a favorite but we didn't do anything that was bad yeah agree i think the strat was a favorite for me. I really liked Omega Mart. I do think it was one of the more unique things. It's like half art, half like playground, like discovering the secret bar. I at, at first, I think I was so overwhelmed that I didn't know what to think of it. But upon like further thought and time, I think that was really, really neat. And I also liked the animatronic Atlantis show oh, inside of cool, Caesars. Yeah. That was, and walking through Caesars in general was pretty impressive. Caesars was huge. It yeah. was, it looked incredible, and I would like to stay there at some point yeah. if I could choose the next place that we stayed there. Somebody commented and said, like, it's not as nice staying there as it looks out no? in the lobby and common areas. Yeah, so that makes me want to stay there even more to see yeah. <laughs> what it's like. I just put out a video on an attraction that used to be at Caesars. So it was one place that we knew that we wanted to go. I wanted to film some video footage there for my video. And it's just huge. Yeah. It's funny because everybody talks about the Bellagio Fountain Show and it was neat. And we saw it once in the day and once at night. But I actually think I prefer the Volcano Show at the Mirage. Me too. If they said, we're going to take out the Fountain Show or the Volcano, I'd say, take that fountain out. (laughs) I know a lot of people love it and it it is really amazing and beautiful, but... I I hope they don't take any out. Yeah, I don't want them to take any out. But like the, I think I just like the fire and the the music, the drums Mm -hmm. and all that. And the amount of people watching the Volcano Show. People watching like, woof. 
So uh, it's going to be a real shame when that's gone. Mm. Who knows? We might get to see it again before it does. Yeah, honestly, because they haven't made one move towards doing anything yet. Going back to Area 15, mm -hmm. I did see that they've started clearing for the Halloween Horror Nights year-round yeah. attraction that's going there. So, I mean, you know we got to go and see that. Yes, definitely. So, if you hadn't heard, we did talk about it, I think, but Universal announced that they're going to make a year-round Halloween Horror Nights attraction in Las Vegas, and we went to see, well, we didn't go to see, but we were at Area 15, so we got to see the spot where, or like the general area where it's going to be built, and I think that's going to be really cool. It's going to be really cool. I think that that's a great location because they've already got other attractions there, so there's a, like more for people to do now in that area, kind of off the strip. I kind of think like Vegas is the perfect place to try that yes. with a year-round haunted house. That because even though it's open year-round, people visiting are only maybe going once a year or once every few years. So for them, that's going to be the one time, like mm -hmm. us. Exactly. I can't wait for that. Yeah, we'll definitely go to that when it opens. Oh, I also loved, favorite thing, mm. Wicked Spoon. <laughs> the food. Ah, uh, that buffet. Mm. Crabs legs galore. Mm. It was nice. It was nice. It was. We only saw a fraction of what there is to do there. Yes. So it'll be exciting to see some different stuff if all when this could all change on our next back. visit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We saw the paddock being built for Formula One. We that did. Was, that was cool. I can't believe they're like tearing the strip apart for this one event. Yeah, once a year, one weekend. But this isn't the first time they've done a Formula One in Vegas, is it? You can find out more by watching my latest <laughs> season's video. I from Sam's video, actually. <laughs> I didn't know what to think going to Vegas. When you think of Vegas, you really mainly think of the gambling aspect of it. There is a lot more there to do than just gambling. Yeah, we did not gamble at all. At least I didn't. I put $20 in a <laughs> slot machine and that $20 went very quickly. Silly, silly, silly. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to. I thought like, oh, I'll do like $5 in a slot. But I just, it never came up. I don't really have much gambling experience. The only place is the 2P machines at Blackpool. Mm. And you know, I want at least least 20p on those <laughs> there are casinos and stuff down in south florida and i think i've been to them but maybe i'm wrong and maybe i'm just not remembering but from what i can recall i do not think i've ever gambled in my life you took a gamble going on that that drop tower on the top of the stratosphere yeah except for that <laughs> <laughs> except for that kind of different kind of gambling but actual gambling money like i don't think i ever have and i didn't on this trip either yeah maybe next time i'll put a few in the slots we'll see We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but I think that about wraps that trip up. I'd go back. There, there were some things I didn't like and there were some things I liked. But overall, it was really memorable and interesting. And it made me curious to want to go see and do more. Yeah, I'd like to also go out and see Hoover Dam and the Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon. Yeah, do more of that stuff. But I, I would look forward to going back. Yeah. I enjoyed it. There are not many direct flight options from Vegas to Orlando. Mm. So we did fly back on Frontier. Yeah. It wasn't great, but it, was it, got, it got us back. It did get us back. We have very different coping mechanisms of <laughs> being on flights. What's mine? Yours is you'll sit there very still, staring forward for <laughs> as many hours as the flight is. I power down. Yeah. You... I just kind of zone out and just completely just stare forward. Like not, not in a hard way, in a soft way. And I kind of like, <sighs> like, I'm just going to stare. I try to go to sleep. I basically just try to sleep 
sleep it off and just power down. My tactic is need to have some form of entertainment Overstimulate. for every possible moment. <laughs> Play a game, Vid- watch a movie. M- movie, video game, yeah. TV show, yeah. music, yeah. you know, all at the same time. And both are valid ways to cope. And that about wraps up the Vegas trip. And we've been back for like, what, two, three weeks? And we've been busy that whole time too, right? We have. Let's talk about some of what we've been up to the past few weeks because it's been fun and exciting. First thing we really did was ride Pipeline. Woo! Pipeline the Surf Coaster finally opened at SeaWorld and we rode it. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I really liked it. When they announced Pipeline was coming, a new kind of stand-up coaster, I was very skeptical because stand-up coasters that I've been on, pretty much all of them have been horrible. The (laughs) the only one that I feel like is okay that I've been on is Shockwave at Drayton Manor. That one at Carowinds, no thanks. Yeah, I didn't do that one. The only one I've done is Shockwave, so. But this one was way more comfortable, really unique. It was so much better than I thought it was going to be. Like, I was excited for it and I really like the surf theming and I think it fits in so well at SeaWorld. Neither of us knew what what the actual ride experience would be like. It's not like any other roller coaster I've really been on. So it's very hard to compare it to something else. Yeah. It's not too intense. I get where you're you're going with this. Like, it's not overly, like, intense and wild. It's thrilling and fun, but it's also not like a baby coaster. It's not so mild that one would... Like, you would call it a family coaster, but I wouldn't call it, like, a baby coaster. Yeah. You know, I'd still say there's enough thrill and excitement to it that it's somewhere in the middle. Yeah, and overall, I'd just say it's a really fun roller coaster. There are some roller coasters that we get off and we say, wow, that was really scary, or that was really intense yeah that was really long yeah (laughs) this one i would say is really fun yeah the bouncing sensation the way Mm. you're bouncing surfing up and down bouncing on the board the board itself looks really cool i really like the way the ride vehicles look and the little fountain that goes up when you go past it and all the elements on it they work together that you're just like wow that was so fun i'm really excited to see where the next surf coaster will go right like is bnm now now they've coined surf coaster that's their thing are they going to implement surf coasters I, I guess so they've done that with everything else yeah i think it would fit in at the other sea world maybe they could do like different themes they don't right. all have to be surfboard themed you could be bouncing up and down on i mean i don't know what else <laughs> like uh <laughs> like a snow well they just opened like a snowmobile ride at the other sea world recently uh, yeah. they're limited on re-theme options of the trains yeah Hmm. You could be like a snowboard. Yeah, snowboard, snowboarding. um. Paddleboarding? Bit slow, that one. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You'd do like a space ride, like a moonwalk. (gasps) That would be cool. That would be cool. That's a good. All right, that's the winner. Space it, theme it all to space. I could not think of anything other than board. Skateboard. surfboard <laughs> okay the board that you're standing on is like a like a long elongated round not round but like oval shaped moon yeah, with they moon could pattern just, on yeah, it yeah they could just paint it like the moon yeah there's like astronauts everywhere a little pre-show and it says we're gonna turn off the gravity <gasps> but keep you restrained in to make sure you don't float off into space call it anti-gravity imagine it was inside in the dark Owen oh. Towers Owen Towers is rumored to be getting an indoor coaster listen BNM, you can have this idea if you want to give us credit you can but you don't have to <laughs> moon surf coaster Moon surf coaster or anti-gravity coaster. They should have called it that. Mm, anti-gravity and you're because that's what it feels like you're bouncing you know Mm. all right moon coaster i like this geniuses one tower is a rumor to be getting an indoor coaster for their secret weapon so come on i like it indoor moon coaster call it black hole two Ooh, (sighs) 
Okay. Now I want that coaster. <laughs> I really, really want that now. Yeah. Mine's oh, enough. man. That actually would be so cool. Return to E.T.'s planet on the surf coaster. Listen, Kennedy Space Center. You want to add a thrill ride on. I know they've been adding new attractions. They're already amazing as is, but imagine. That is the perfect place. A moon for the indoor, moon like moon anti gravity surf. Oh, oh, I'm so going to cry for how good of an idea this is. Yeah. Now every single one's just going to be surfboard themed. Oh. And we'll say, no, do a moon. Do a moon. This weekend is the 30th anniversary of the original Jurassic Park movie. Wow. A movie that I'm pretty sure everyone in existence loves. Yeah, it's a beloved movie for a reason. We rewatched it right before we went out to the tribute store, but like we've both seen it a million times. Like a lot of Spielberg classics, it's like cozy in this way. You just love every character. You just love the story. The fact that it's in a theme park. It's just brilliant. Cools to me in every way. Theme yeah. park, dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ellie, love her, her determination mm. and her... I have a love Seinfeld character mm. acting like Newman. he does. Oh, damn bloody Newman. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Can't go it, wrong. It's just iconic. It's iconic. I actually love Jurassic Park 3 as well mm. and everyone hates that movie. Mm. Well, I mean, the consensus of it, it's not that good uh. and it's not as good as the first one but that whole series just mm. i'll watch yeah. any jurassic park movie for sure any day but the first one is incomparable and then the jurassic park tribute store yeah celebrating 30 years of this movie so good really good they did such a great job you could tell that there is their own love of this series yes put into making this you can tell exactly the tribute store team loves jurassic park and that love is poured into every detail like it is just they just bravo yeah, they could have opened this without any of the merch in there mm -hmm. i mean that would be a poor choice for universal <laughs> yeah. but for me and i love all the merchandise in there yeah, but that's how good collection. the store is by itself mm -hmm. that it doesn't need the merchandise to make it like an attraction so it's themed after the making of the film, which I thought was so clever. And you go in and it's got the sign in the front that looks like the sign that says like Jurassic Park that falls down at the end of the movie. It like drifts down when that whole scene is happening with the T-Rex. And you walk in and at first, the first room is the actual making of the film with like the props and the set making and all of that. And it's just like, it's so neat. It is really well done. And probably one of my favorite tribute stores of the recent tribute stores. Me too. Especially in this new location. It's definitely, yeah, favorite in a new location. It's only a second in a new location location i pretty much love all the tribute stores but there's definitely some that just stand out more and they, and they resonate more they right. resonate more maybe because of you know what we like but this one definitely is in my like top five yeah you can go out to see it and a lot of people have asked how long they're gonna have it up and they never tell us like we don't know exactly when but we do know that it's a summer tribute store so we can guess that by august they're gonna be working on what comes next the halloween horror nights tribute store yeah. which, <laughs> which may or may not be in the same location Right, that's true. But, but they, either way. They could have two tribute stores. And that could be cool. If they were going to, Horror Nights would be the place to do it. Yeah. It's a lot of work for them. That's though. a lot. Of, yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> I don't think so. So I'm I'm guessing like late July, early August. Yeah. But, but it's that's definitely just a worth guess. going to check out. Yeah. So if you're going to be there this summer and you're going to Universal Studios, definitely make time to check out the Jurassic Park tribute store. 30th anniversary tribute store. And those are the big things, I think, that we've been doing. Yeah. So we also had two hotel stays, but you 
can check those out in the videos that I put up of them. We stayed at Lowe's Royal Pacific Resort at Universal and I had never stayed there before. Neither of us had, right? Top tier. Top tier. I loved it. I, I had stayed at like Portofino before and I was like this for me just resonates more with me. Like Hawaiian, Polynesian, South Seas, adventure theming. We loved that stay. Great hotel. Yeah. Great stay. Ugh. We went to the Orlando Informer summer meetup while we stayed there. Always an incredible time. This time, even a little spooky. Oh, the spooky K. One of my favorite things about the Orlando Informer meetup events is the little special themed things that they do for each season. And the spooky K was like a summer tropical tiki bar thing with zombie dancers and Frankenstein's monster and Bride of Frankenstein. And it was just everything up our alley. We also stayed at Pop Century. And again, you could check that out in my video. But we had really, really a lot of fun at Pop Century. A lot of like nostalgia there for us. In the feels, that hotel. Right in the feels. Yeah. yeah, love Pop Century. So you can check that out. And I feel like we've kicked off summer. The Orlando Informer Summer Event. Literally, that is the summer meetup. The Creepy K. Jurassic Park 30th Anniversary. Two hotel stays. One at Universal. One at Disney. Bam. Summer. Summer is in full effect. It's on, baby. And A surf coaster, even. Summer. Surf coaster. <laughs> that brings us pretty much up to today from yeah. our last episode. There, yeah. there have been a few other things that we've done, but those are the big highlights. Mm. But quickly there has been too much news in the oh, last month so much for us to do all the usual theme park news yeah. that we would do yeah so i think we should just do a few recaps of some of the most popular and then next podcast it we'll go into more detail like yeah we normally talk about the theme park news but right now we're gonna do stay tuned for an upcoming theme park news really really quick briefing let's hear from you sam everything open Everything that we have been talking about since we started this podcast is now open. I'm going to name a few. You ready? All right, let's go. Wildcat's Revenge, Dark Coaster, Nemesis Subterra, Peppa Pig Breakfast. Big Bear Mountain at Dollywood. Big Bear Mountain. Actually, you know one thing that hasn't opened? Mm. VillainCon Minion Blast. Mm. Not yet. We're still waiting. We don't have a date yet, apart from they said summer. Summer and it is summer. Um, we are actually catching up on the Minions movies, so we'd seen some of them. Yeah, but we're rewatching. We watch all of them basically. I wasn't well versed in the Minion verse. Let me put it yeah. to you that way. But I am now. You are now. I got Despicable Me. I'm having a bad bad day. <laughs> I got uh, Gru, I got every Kevin. big Kevin and Stuart and Bob, King Bob. He'll I don't, I don't like Gru's brother. Not a fan of him. Go you, away. Drew, you, or was like it? Drew, yeah. Yeah, I don't, don't like him. But now that we have seen those films, next time I go back to Universal to do an update, I'm really going to know. Now I know. I'm like, oh, that's from that. That's from that. That's from that. It definitely made me more excited yeah. for the new attraction. And it made me appreciate the way it all looks so far. Like, yeah. incredible. I, I'm looking forward to it now. Before, I was like, eh. Yeah, papaya. I think, I think in my head, when I think of the minions, I kind of think, a bit annoying. Yeah, I but agree. But after watching it, catching myself laughing at minions, I'm mm. like, all right. Maybe, I caught you. Yeah, maybe I was I caught you laughing. laughing. <laughs> <laughs> there were some funny bits. We enjoyed watching the films, and I think Gru's my favorite. Like, I love him so much, and I only want good things for him. When, uh, when that ride opens now, I'm going to be in full minion outfit. Yeah, I already have my overalls ready. The problem is, <laughs> everyone's going to be wearing overalls, so actually, that'll be kind of funny because then we'll all look like a bunch of minions. I'm going to dress like Gru so then everyone could be my minion. I love it. Oh, maybe I should dress like Lucy. I don't know if I like Lucy's outfit, but I love Lucy. Like the TV show. 
we've got one more movie to watch. So we're going to watch that yeah. maybe even today. Rise, Minions. Rise of Rise Gru. Of Gru. Yeah. I, I will say I, I was expecting not to like the Minion movie. Yeah. I actually really liked that movie. It was in England. It, it was every stereotypical <sighs> English It was so joke. funny. And the Queen. Queen the Elizabeth queen. was in it. And she was so funny. Yeah. I mean, not actually. I don't know if it was Elizabeth, but it was a queen. I think it was supposed to be Elizabeth. It looked like her. It talked like... It wasn't her, but it was a caricaturization of her. But it, was very it funny. called for me every stereotypical British thing was in that movie. They were so over the top with it, like everyone <laughs> drinking tea while they're like yeah. driving and like, blimey! And, like, you'd, you'd think I'd be offended, but no. nah. It was actually very funny. And yeah. you come to love Kevin and Stuart and Bob. There was one that looked like Kevin in the next movie, but like... He didn't get a starring role. Yeah, he was such a hero that... Yeah. Uh, How would you rank the movie so far? I would say... I'm going to say my favorite is probably Despicable Me 2. Interesting. Then Despicable Me 1, then the Minion movie, and very far behind Despicable Me Me 3. I'm going to say Despicable Me 1, Minions, Despicable Me 2, very far behind Despicable Me 3. (laughs) I'd like to hear what other people think about this. (laughs) Me too. Let us know if if you've even seen these wacky little movies. I mean, they're not little. They're some of the highest grossing. They are high grossing. (laughs) They are not little. I was just being silly. Oh. Like a man. It's like the third you know or fourth the one thing, highest grossing animated movie of all time. Well, one thing I found interesting about them is the language they speak, Minionese, and it just sounds like gibberish. But, you know, I speak Spanish, so I could hear a lot of Spanish. A lot of, like, they literally say words and phrases in full on Spanish. So I'm like, that was blah, blah, blah. That was blah, blah, blah. I remember I was saying that the whole movie, but then we looked it up later, and it's apparently a mix of a bunch of different languages. So, like, if I spoke Korean, maybe I would recognize Korean words and phrases or whatever, but I don't. I only speak English and Spanish. So, I heard a lot of a lot of Spanish phrases in there. And I thought when that I, was interesting. When I listen, I just hear nothing. <laughs> Papaya. Yeah, banana. <laughs> banana. And I didn't know where the banana thing come from because that doesn't come up till yeah, like movie several movies in. Yeah. yeah, the banana thing's not in the first movie. Yeah, so I was like, where's like this banana thing? One come reference. From? I did kind of like the 80s guy in the third one. Yeah, uh, Brat. Balthazar Brat. He was actually pretty funny. And his weapons, his cool, like the yo-yo and the gum, that was actually kind of cool. He was the best part of that movie. He was. He was. It'll be interesting to see what the storyline they go in with Minions Blast villain con because they have portraits of all the villains. Yeah. But so far in the movies, none of them have been in it together. Yeah, it's all kind of like one big bad for each movie kind of things. We do know now what villain con is we know all of the backstory and, and that- now we're huge minion fans <laughs> <laughs> this is something i never thought we'd say yeah me too <laughs> they're obviously movies for kids like obviously but there's also jokes in there for adults like a lot of the illuminations film and also like dreamworks there's kind of like it's for kids but there's a lot of little adult jokes and references mixed yeah. in minions just the best <laughs> no, uh, I wouldn't go that I far. Go that but they're, far. They're, I definitely am more looking forward to the ride now that I've rewatched and seen the movies and know yeah. the stories. Me too. Me too. Because now we know. Yeah. Now we know. That is the only thing that hasn't opened. That was a bit of a tangent from my news of what yeah. has opened. Yeah. And then lastly, I don't know if we said, but Big Bear Mountain has opened. I did. We can go and ride Big Bear Mountain Woo! after eating our cinnamon bread because oh. that will still be priority. Priority. Yeah, we're going to be doing that and a few other things really soon. So definitely stay tuned for that and for my next Universal update because now I'll actually be able to tell you what stuff is as far as Minion World You've done your minion homework. Speaking of announcements, we still don't have a new horror, Halloween Horror Nights update uh, announcement. So I reckon I, one's coming. It's got to be one's soon. Coming. It is June. Halloween Horror Nights 2023. Can you believe it's June? July? We, August? 
basically like two and a half months yeah. till Halloween Horror Nights starts. We do have one house announcement. Right, Chucky. Which we keep forgetting. Oh, and we're watching the, the Chucky show? Oh, yeah, we are. Yeah, because I hadn't seen it, I, so. I have a feeling that coming up sooner rather than later, mm-hmm. we will get another Halloween Horror Nights house. Unless they just go the route and be like, remember, Chucky's coming. <laughs> You're right. I'm actually enjoying the show so far. So we just started it from the beginning. I actually like the like the first, the, the way they're setting up the story, I, I think is pretty good so far. Better than I thought it was going to be. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe it'll get horrible. I don't know. But hopefully this will be like a minion situation where we'll watch the TV show <laughs> or movies and then be super excited for the Chucky house. That is the goal, man. Chucky's always fun. Yeah, he's always funny and, and man, yeah. he's he's trouble. I hope by the time we record the next episode, we know what another house is. Yeah, so hopefully, yeah, we'll be able to talk about that next time because there's a lot of theories, there's a lot of rumors, and they all sound really exciting to me, but I don't want to get my hopes up yet till we get an announcement. Yeah, wait till officially announced mm-hmm. and then I, it can't be long. Horror Nights is nearly here. Yeah. All right, so I guess that's good for this episode, right, Sam? I guess that is episode eight. Dun, 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 now it's time dun, dun, for dun, me dun. to go and eat something. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for being here and listening to the podcast episode eight with us. This is a still a pretty new venture for us, this podcast, and, and we're really enjoying it. We appreciate everyone coming back because it has <laughs> been a couple of weeks since our last episode mm-hmm. and it w- shouldn't be as long until the next one. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. It's a lot going on, but we're excited. And you know, we just really love talking about it. This is like, it's fun. Yeah, and we also like to hear what you enjoy and think. So let me know which your favorite Minions movie is. I want to know. <laughs> yeah, we love to hear your feedback on the episode. So you can hashtag Expedition Enthused on Twitter. You can like do an Instagram story and tag us. I'm at Super Enthused. Sam is at Expedition Theme Park. Of course, our YouTube channels, Instagram, Twitter, hashtag Expedition Enthused or tag either of our accounts or both of our accounts. And that way we'll see it. And you can also email us at expeditionenthused at gmail.com. Thank you, as always, for listening. Yeah, and thank you, Sam. Thank you, Jackie. This was fun. This was fun. Now let's keep talking about this stuff, but just not with the mic on. That's what we do anyway. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Uh, But I do need to edit this one. Right, right, right. Okay. It's your turn. We take turns editing these episodes, by the way, if you're curious. And uh, it's your turn, Sam. It is my turn. So it is my turn to say, stay enthused. And we will see you next time.